Hello, welcome to another enlightening episode of The Truth Revealed, the show that seeks to uncover the truths of our faith and debunk the myths that surround it. I am your host, Dr. Lewis, and today we're diving into a topic that's crucial for our spiritual journey, understanding who Jesus Christ isn't. We'll explore false narratives and idols that sometimes take the place of God with reference to scripture to guide us along the way. Let's get started. In a world filled with diverse beliefs and spiritual paths, it's not uncommon to encounter misconceptions about who Jesus is. Today, we're going to address one particular issue, the worship of idols instead of the one true living God. Right. So in this time that we living in, yeah, it just feels like everyone is either practicing meditation, doing yoga, they um they have altars in their house. It, there's not a lot of Christianity anymore from what I see. Um, I don't see a lot of people going to God with their issues. I feel like they everybody's looking for some type of magic trick to happen, but nobody is really doing the work like they should. And a lot of us we burning candles, we saging our homes, and that's not of God at all. And I was one of the people that used to sage their house. I used to say, hey, I want my house to be full of peace. I want it to just be, you know, peaceful, clean. Um, cleanliness is the next thing to godliness. And I'm going to sage this house. No bad spirits. Not knowing. And I used to also have a Buddha in my house. Like, oh, the Buddha represents peace. Not knowing until I dug into my word, which is the Bible to understand that these are these things these practices are not of God that is not a practice that God created actually saging and having a Buddha will bring those type of demonic spirits into my home and I didn't even realize that wondering why I'm dealing with depression anxiety um I'm negative I'm cussing I'm fussing I'm just angry and I've I've used these things. I had sage. I had Buddha sitting outside my house, in my house, as a representation of who? Because it wasn't a representation of God. But now that my spiritual eyes is open and I understand that these things are not of God and they are idols. They're false idols and we're depending on sage and depending on Buddhas and all these protective um, things. You see these... um, the bracelets with the symbols on it. Oh, this symbol represent love. This represent peace. This represent, oh, we need this. I wear this every day. These are, they become idols. Even crosses that we wear. We're not even supposed to wear crosses. And it's uh, stated in his scripture. We dig into the scripture as well. But we don't need these things for protection. And we make God so difficult. It's not difficult to be a child of God. We make it difficult because he didn't we he's telling us we don't need any of any of those things. Just come to me. Put your burdens on me. I'll take the heavy load from you. Let me carry it. We, you don't need to have anything, any image of me as protection. I am here. I'm I I will never leave you. I'm in your heart. I'm here. I'm all you need. Right. 
So in a world filled with diverse beliefs and spiritual paths, it's not uncommon to encounter misconceptions about who he is. Today, we're addressing one particular topic, the worship of idols instead of the one true living God. To shed light on this, let's turn to the Bible, right? Let's see what the Bible says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. I'm going to read it to you. It says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone on into the world. What that scripture is saying is test the spirit by the spirit. So that means if somebody tell you, yeah, you would never have a negative energy in your house if you sage. Test that theory. Because what I remember from sage in my home, I still had stresses. I probably even had more. I was battling in depression and didn't even understand why. Because it was the false idols that I allow in my house. Okay. We're urged not to believe every spirit, but to test the spirit to see if they are from God. This reminds us of the importance of discernment. Discernment is a heavy topic in Bible study. If you have not attended a Bible study, please go back and listen to it. Especially in a world where many idols can masquerade as God. Okay. False idols can manifest in various ways from material possessions like the sage like the candles, to celebrity obsessions, and even ideologies that draw us away from our faith. It's crucial to recognize these distractions and remember that God is the only one true living God. Okay? So, we have to be mindful of the obsessions that we have with celebrities as well, because sometimes we can make them our idol. I was one to do it. I was so like gun ho about Jay-Z. He was the, my favorite rapper of all times. You couldn't come in my house unless you threw up the sign and stuff like that. The Rock Nation sign or whatever. Not understanding deeper what I was in agreement with. So see, when you like a person past like, oh, they cool. It can develop to be an idol. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, different things that I would say on social media, it would be something like something a little arrogant, something that that I would think Jay-Z would say. So that is it's borderline idolatry. OK, so we have to be careful of how much we uh, idolize out these celebrities. OK, the Bible warns us specifically about also how to identify the antichrist because listen as we put these people on pedestals as idols they that is not of god he don't want us to do that but we also got to be able to identify when things that they are not of god right so in first john 2 um verse 18 through 22 i'm gonna read it to you guys it says, then answered the Jews and said unto him, what sign shewest thou unto us, saying that thou doest these things? Jesus answered and said unto them, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. Then said the Jews, 40 and six years was this temple in the building and with thou rear it up in three days. But he spake of the temple of his body. 
When, therefore, he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said, right? So it emphasizes that anyone who denies that Jesus is the is Christ is an antichrist. That's what that's saying. So if you deny Jesus, deny that Jesus is the son of God, you're antichrist. This serves as a stark reminder that not all spiritual paths lead to God and we must remain steadfast in our faith. So in the media right now, some people y'all might have heard about it or not, but I think this is in Kenya. In Kenya, they're saying, hey, we found the Messiah. Jesus is here. He's here. And they're doing a tour around the um, country saying this man is the Messiah. In the Bible, it tells us that these days would happen. This is nothing new under the sun. However, if you are not rooted in the Bible, studying your word, attending worship, going in prayer, how would you know? You would just go with what somebody telling you. And I don't want you to ever be deceived and think that what the media is telling you is law because it ain't. Okay. False idols can often be alluring, but they cannot replace the true living God. It's essential to anchor our faith in the truth of, the, of Christ. So that means getting in your word, going to study, attending worship, praying. Okay. So next, worshiping the one true living God is the only way. You're going to be able to survive during these end times because you're going to have to surrender your life to him. The scripture make it, make it clear in Isaiah 45 and 5. I'm going to read it to you. It says, I am the Lord and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee, thou, though thou has not known me. So this scripture make it clear that God is the only living God and there's no other. This should be our guiding principle in life. We must constantly examine our hearts to ensure that we are not placing anyone, anyone, guys, or anything above God. It's so important that we do not place anyone or anything above God. For example... Sometimes we can love our children more than we love God. I know a lot of people would be ashamed to admit that, but that's a real thing. We love our children because they are a product of us. They came out of us. We raised the children up. But we will spend more time and more energy into that child versus spending time with God so you can be able to raise that child up and love on that child appropriately. See how we make things difficult? And we go to the Father about anything, anything under the sun. He'll be able to direct us on how to handle these things, things that happen in our lives, how to raise our children, everything we need to know, we go through him. But it's easy for us to so be so consumed by our family, jobs, uh, circumstances, uh, all types of issues versus spending time with God. It's so important that in these times that 
if you don't get it right now with God, the likelihood of him coming and you missing the mark is high. The chances are high that you won't make it into heaven, right? Because you have not done the work. You haven't committed your life to him. See, life is so short. People are dying sooner. Um, Kids are dying. A lot of kids don't respect their parents. A lot of parents are struggling. They hurt. A lot of parents are still uh, living in not an example to their children. And we all fall short of the glory of God. But it's it's fellowship like this that encourage us to get it right. Okay, so although we may not do everything according to this Bible, this is the chance. This is the time for us to stay rooted in the word so we can get it right. Okay, because we don't want to be deceived by what the media is telling us. Us as believers, there's no way we should even be entertaining the thought that this man is the Messiah walking the earth and he's on a, a full on tour right now in Africa. There's no way. The, the children of God should have definitely destroyed that whole situation. Like, we're not going to see this. We're not even entertaining this because the word says this ain't him. But media will have us to believe, oh, it's okay. That's cool. Look at the artists that we have out now. Oh, it's okay to be a whore. It's okay to be a, mur- a murderer. It's okay to, to, to destroy your community. Everything that is wrong, the media make it looks as if it's right. So it's important for us to study our words. Okay. So let's address a few common questions about this topic. Okay. How can we identify false idols in our lives? Okay, we want to go to 1 Corinthians 10.4. Let's see. 10.14, I'm sorry. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. That's what the scripture says. Question two. What should we do if we realize we've been worshiping false idols? Here's the answer for this. <laughs> Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. That is Acts 319. That's the answer for that. Repent. Repent and be converted. So that means repent that, hey, God, I had, you know, worshiped some false idols in my time. And. God, I understand now that that's not right. That's not what you want me to do. I repent right now in the name of Jesus. And I am I'm going to make a conscious effort. I'm going to do the work to turn away from idolatry. That's how we do that. Okay. So before we close, here's a thought provoking question for everybody that's listening. How do we discern things that are of God and walk in his ways alone? That's something that we really need to sit back and think about. Because it's so so many things that are happening in this world, you're going to need discernment. So I advise you to go back and listen to our studies about discernment, because in these times, discernment is needed. 
And if you don't know what discernment is, discernment is the ability to understand the underlying (laughs) um, things that's going on, to assess a situation for what it is on every level. So, yeah, somebody could tell me the sky is blue, but with discernment, okay, that gives me insight. Oh, why the sky is blue? What caused the sky to be blue? How is this going to affect us? So discernment is just a deeper level of the truth. So that's the prayer that we all should pray constantly every day. God, give me discernment. God, I would I accept the spirit of discernment on my life right now because I need to be able to identify for my children's children, children's children, myself and my family that's present now. What is of you and what isn't? See, the decision to choose God right now in our lives, it affects everybody in our next generation behind us. Because guess what? We're establishing an order of discipline with the Father. So that means the people behind us, that's their, that will be our expectation for them. And that, that'll be their expectation of theirs. And God rewards us for our discipline. So our so our families and our bloodlines could be blessed. A lot of us are dealing with things in our lives, negative things, because of the things that has been placed on our bloodlines. Family members have came into agreement with the demonic from maybe two, three generations ago that we never even thought about. We may have heard about some things that wasn't of God that they've done, but we didn't know how deep it was. See, when we do things that are not of God, we come into covenant and agreement with the enemy. It's almost like joining a mob, right? So I would assume it's this way. This is my example. So if I want to be affiliated with a mob, but I have a family, right? My, if I say yes to the mob, it affects my family, right? So that means I yeah, the decision that I made, it affects everybody. And they're initially, they're going to be affiliated as well. Whether they like it or not, the mob will have some type of connection to them. It wouldn't be just about me. Same thing with everyday life right now. So the decision that you make, to choose God, to ch- to turn away from idolatry, to turn away from things that are not of Christ, they affect your family right now. So the prayer should always be, God, give me discernment to understand. Give me the wisdom and knowledge to understand your word. Because sometimes even reading the Bible for a lot of us is difficult. It's okay to have different versions of the Bible as well. But I encourage you to attend study with us. I encourage you to seek seek um, counseling. I encourage you to find a supportive church. If you don't have one, join us. Um, I encourage you to fellowship with other Christian believers that know the truth. And be careful about the the churches that you affiliate with as well. Because what you find from scripture, it said it just a few scriptures we read ago, how they were practicing idolatry in the church. But you wouldn't know that you would go with the flow if you was there, if you didn't know scripture. So it's important for us to get in our word. Okay.
As we wrap up today's episode, I want to extend an invitation to those who might be seeking a deeper relationship with the one true living God. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now is the perfect time. Or if you just want to rededicate your life to him. Pray, seek him, and let his truth guide your life. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Truth Revealed. Remember to follow and subscribe to Kingdom Living Ministries on our website. It's www.kingdomlivingentertainment.com for more inspiring content. May God bless you and keep you on your journey of faith. Until next time, this is Dr. Lewis signing off. Goodbye.